0: Let's go to Disney Disney.
1: Let's talk about that. No, that's not (laughs) (laughs) Wrong Show. Wrong show again. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Team Uniform Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sammy. And today we are going to be talking about something that we truly love talking about.
0: Yes. And we get asked all the time. time. (laughs)
1: Um, We're going to talk about Disney, but we're specifically talking about going to Disney. Yes. Let's
0: Um, plan your Disney trip. (laughs) Yes.
1: Um, We um, have gotten quite a bit of questions from people like we've known from high school or just family members or um like randomly like teachers have come up and they asked us from like from back in high school asked us like well how do you plan a disney trip and
0: yeah we're going to disney what are your tips yeah what are your tips
1: and it's on one hand really cool because like people um obviously we're, follow we're us cu- we're that couple we're that couple <laughs> um you know that they they know that we're like aficionados like we know what we're talking yeah. about in this case um and then it's just fun to like talk to other people about Like, their experience in Disney or, like, going to Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, We just ran into um, some mutuals at Costco a couple weeks ago. Yeah,
0: like, 20 minutes. (laughs) Um,
1: A friend of mine from high school, it's his wife's sister, their family – um katie and tony if you're listening you're watching hello, hello. <laughs> um and i swear we were like talking to them for, like 20 minutes yeah, was, like 20
0: minutes and like the frozen section
1: <laughs> and like i feel like this that's probably like the section the reason why we started this podcast it's because like we could just go off and on and on and just talk about disney like to to no to no end
0: yeah and that's pretty much what our conversation was we were just kind of talking about everything and um you know our trips coming up and what we have planned and
1: And what we like to do down there like what we've done on past trips
0: uh character interactions we're talking about that and how awesome those are like just everything so it's just it's nice to like as much as I love talking to you about Disney um it's nice to you want to talk to other people (laughs) yeah I guess it's just nice to like go outside of like our circle and talk to other people and just yeah see what they have to say what their experiences yeah. are. yeah and and it's what super they nice
1: like. and it's super nice to like also get like you know their tips or like hints or yeah. you know what they what they know to be tried and true on um, going to disney and that's kind of what we're going to offer listeners today yeah um by no means are we saying this is the only way to do disney it is not the only way to do disney. oh no
0: this is how we do disney yes
1: and if you're we're I feel like we're kind of like the wizard and like peeling back the curtain a l- little bit to see how like you know the inner workings of a, of a martin disney trip go mm-hmm. uh, but we're going to kind of break it down um into kind of time frames as like if you're this far out this is what you should be doing or this is what we recommend yeah. doing and then kind of going into some more of uh, tips or tricks or secrets um or um just advice that we have mm-hmm. for anyone planning their first trip planning their 10th trip um and I, I feel like we've got a lot of stuff to kind of go over today.
0: Yeah. And and like we said, this is how we do Disney. Obviously, we are a childless millennial couple. <laughs> so obviously, our tri- or tips and tricks and how we do it is not going to be for everybody. Right. So if you have kids, if you're going with a big family or party, like, these might not all work for you. Um, And we'll, we'll kind of um try to incorporate stuff that might work for most people. Yeah. But, I mean, if you have some, like, special needs or um, disabilities to accommodate, you know, like, large groups and stuff like that, um, you might have to do, like, some more research or, like, try to accommodate those people.
1: Yeah, but I think Um, a lot of the tips that we're going to kind of discuss today um, are just good in general tips or um, good advice. And, like you said, we are going to kind of touch on Mm -hmm. some things that we found from other creators or other YouTubers um, that work in their situations to kind of give to you guys. Cause obviously, like Sammy said before, like we're of millennials, we don't travel with children. Sammy might say differently. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's just I we're very excited. Um, this is an episode that we've planned for like a really long time. Like this is like one of the like I feel like the original episodes yeah, this we is definitely to talk one about. of the
0: originals. Um and we haven't done it until now just cause I think it was just kind of hard to like navigate how to I think present it to people because there's mm-hmm. so many different aspects and we want it to present it in a way that makes sense. And I think the timeline, you know, I think is going to work. Right. So hopefully, and... you can follow along <laughs> and it's not us just rambling on, but. <laughs> right, And
1: we're, we're at the point right now when this pot, when this episode uh, of the podcast um, drops, that will be about like two and a half yeah, weeks, two, a half two weeks out somewhere. from our trip. So like, we're kind of right in the thick of that the end stages of, planning this trip and getting prepared for this trip. Um, So let's start with several months ago. We'll kind of start with how we first thought about, you know, I guess the initial planning of a trip.
0: Right. Uh, So we, so the trip we're going on in November, we booked like a year ago like i think it was like november like after our november trip last year yeah we, we went in
1: november of 2021 um well we our first like full day there was halloween yeah and then we were there for a week um we came back we i think it was just a couple weeks later we yeah, booked was, this like, next a couple one here weeks,
0: um because we knew um we knew we wanted to get something in the book's you know, for pop century for the full week. So we didn't have any troubles getting that full week there. Um, You know, we didn't know with Epcot's 40th anniversary, if that was going to draw like larger crowds for the fall, um, which it doesn't really seem like, I mean, they were celebrating it, but um, yeah, it's it's a little disappointed. It's
1: October 2nd, the day that we're recording this and no, the third. Second. Second, yeah. It's the second that we're recording this. And um, there is some fanfare going on at Epcot. Maybe not as much as I think either of us would have preferred for it being our favorite park. But um, we'll see how the crowds kind of go when we go. Yeah. um, You know, in about a month when we go. But so kind of at that six month or six months to a year. year Like,
0: I guess I wouldn't. I mean, I think it's going to be kind of tricky. I think if you're trying to plan like a full like week vacation, like. Anything less than like six to five months, I think, because yeah. we kind of found that out last year.
1: Yeah, so, and then I guess that's the first tip to this, you know, planning this far out is like, figure out how long you want to go. Um, is it going to be just a small weekend trip? Is it just four full days and hitting every single park and leaving? Um, we haven't had a trip like that yet where we, you know, we've always gone for seven to eight days. Um, so we're, you know, we're packing a lot of disney into you know a full week's worth of time here yeah so it's figure out when or uh, figure out how long you want to go for and when you want to go for
0: right you know and then just get something on the books um so if you know you're wanting to to do a trip you know sometime next year like just get something booked because you can change it like you can change your dates you can change your hotel how many dates like if you want to drop or adding days can be tricky like the you know, the closer it gets, but you can change like pretty much anything. And then you can cancel the whole thing, um, up to 30 days before and get a full refund on whatever you've put down. Yep.
1: And when you're booking yourself online, um, which we'll kind of get into booking, you know, yourself versus a travel agent. But when you're booking, um, the trip online, um, you just have to put a $200 down payment. If you're booking an entire package, I don't know if it's the same thing. If you're booking for just tickets or just, hotel but if you're doing the whole package it's $200 down so I mean it's a it's pricey um just for a little bit of a down payment but again like you know that's that you can always modify those things can change you can move it like you can book a uh you know a stay in May and change it to December Mm -hmm. with that original $200 down payment and you're totally fine on that so figure out when you want to go and how long you want to go that's really going to kind of guide you through the rest of your planning process.
0: Right. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, obviously you have the Epcot festivals, like are you wanting to go for one of those? Because you know, then you'll have to, you know, plan accordingly. Uh spring break can get really busy, like March, April, like do you want to go for that? Because like, you know, maybe you'll be off work or your kids will be out of school. Um, Or do you want to avoid the large crowds? Um, Do you like going in the summer when it's super, super hot? Or do you want to avoid that and maybe go in the fall or like, um, you know, January? But then you have to keep in mind, um, you know, there might be some rides that might be down for refurbishment um, in the winter months, you know, down there. So there's just a lot to consider, um, you know, when you want to go.
1: And especially like, you know, with the recent events down there, like you also have to take into account hurricane season too. Yeah, that's true. You know, coming into September or October, like the crowds might be a little bit less because kids are back in school, but then you're also dealing with the chance of increased hurricanes. So um, there, there are good times to go to Disney. We found several good times throughout the year to go to Disney. It's just whatever fits best with your schedule. If you've got kids, obviously not a lot of people want to pull them out of school or if you have a job that you can only kind of take off during certain times of the year um that's all going to account into it um but yeah make sure you figure out around those holidays especially christmas and halloween um getting into um like if there's a special ticket to parties i think mickey's not so scary halloween um you know an event like that where you have to really consider what parks you're going to and what days, yep. um, you know, spring break, hurricane season, um, Epcot festivals. You don't, if going to that festival is something that you're really yeah excited for, you know, make sure you're not going that one week where there's not an Epcot
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there, there's usually yeah. like a week in between each festival. So um, yeah. And the off chance that you, you know, plan your trip, you know, when you really wanted to hit a festival, then you might have to make some adjustments, but
1: yeah. Um, so you figured out when you want to go you figured out how long you want to go, and then it's time to finally book it. So at this point, you either can do it yourself mm-hmm. um, or you can go with a travel agent. Um, we have done both several times. Um, we, I guess I don't necessarily have like a huge preference between the two. It just kind of depends on what we're trying to seek out of the trip. But lately, we have been booking them ourselves. Yeah,
0: we've just been booking them ourselves. Um, our first two uh, we we went with a travel agent. Like our first trip, we were just kind of so overwhelmed with like trying to figure everything out. Uh, we definitely went with a travel agent. Um,
1: and she was incredible. I mean, it, it, no matter what travel agent you're going to go with, um, the ones that are certified through Disney are so knowledgeable, yes. so incredible. Um, I We've gone through. Um, travel with character with yep. lauren quirk
0: yeah hi lauren <laughs> Lauren,
1: if you're listening um she was incredible her team is, yeah, is really awesome is Um, we've talked to melanie several times because we were trying to plan uh go you know to disneyland with her initially so there are quite a bit of um options for you when it comes to travel agents most of them are free yeah
0: most of them are free
1: um it just kind of depends on which travel agent you go through if it's uh, they're just strictly disney most of them that we found online are you know free of cost because they do get some reimbursement back from disney for getting those those trips booked. Yep. um there are some that you do have to pay a little bit or you know pay a, a, a booking fee with them yeah um, and it just kind of depends on what you are expecting out of a travel agent and whether you think that right. that price is worth it. Um, I remember our first trip when we went and booked with Lauren, um, she was like, I'll book your, uh, you know, your fast passes, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> we'll get your uh, magical express. I'll set to go rest in peace. We'll get. Uh, I'll do all your advanced dining reservations. She, mm-hmm. she would do everything. For yeah. They, just...
0: Yeah. If whatever you wanted her to do, she will do. If you, if there were parts that you wanted to do, you can do it. So, Um, You can kind of be as hands on or off as you want to be, um, you know, and just, yeah, just keep the communication going with, with whoever you're booking with. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, it should, it should work out good if that's how you want to do it. I know some people are just like, no, I want to plan everything myself. And
1: And that's totally fine. Yeah. And
0: that's totally fine. Um, I think we've just been, we've become so comfortable and I think just so much more knowledgeable with how the parks work and everything um, that it's just kind of easy for us to just do it ourselves so that's why we just we've been doing it ourselves so
1: yeah and you know the travel agents for what they offer is a very good deal even if you do have to you know pay a fee for them Mm -hmm. so like you said it's just how much you want to put into this and i guess that's kind of coming into like the the first like 15 minutes of this episode We've already given you a lot of information. Yes, and a lot of it is pre-planning information and you're going to get what you're going to get out of this trip is what you put into the trip.
0: Right. Like I think a lot of people um I think they get kind of frustrated I think with how much they realize how much they have to plan yeah. their trip and they're like I just want to go on vacation and I'm like well, if you just want to do like Disney's not really that place then I guess if you just want to like go and I mean, it can be, but for the most part, like, you have to put in quite a bit of effort to to make your trip um, worth it, I think.
1: Yeah, and especially with Disney is constantly changing in the way that they're constantly yeah, evolving like, here. Um, every single one of our trips has looked different yes. for a variety of reasons, um, whether that be COVID, whether that be new... Um, you know, new implementations of uh, ride um, queues, yep. and it, it, everything is just, it, it, it completely changes every single time you're there. So yeah. that's where you have to kind of decide whether you're comfortable taking on all this information and really doing the research to figure out like, okay, this is what I need to do and mm-hmm. when, or as opposed to putting it in the hands of a travel agent and right. being like, Hey, I don't know much about Disney. I just know that I want to be there or, you know, I want to take my family there. Um, help me.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's not one of those things where like, if you are going to try to do it yourself, you're just like, well, I'll just kind of figure it out as we go. Or as we, when we get there or something like that's that's not going to work. You're going to have like a miserable trip, I feel. So. Yes. And
1: we've heard other, you know, creators or, um, you know, other podcasts that have had that issue where they just kind of went into this trip being like, it's Disney. Like, it's the same old, same old, and that's that's a very bad yes, like way to look at things. Yeah,
0: and even if you've gone multiple times, or even if you just went, like, six months ago, like, I, I don't know, brush up on some Disney vloggers or some Disney news, like, I don't know, like, you just can't always assume that it's going to be the same, you know, as the last time that you went, or, you know, that something hasn't changed. Uh, yeah, because I was listening to a couple podcasts, and there are people that have been, multiple times and you know they were kind of getting upset because they didn't know that oh this changed now and um that kind of like not ruined their trip but you know they had like a bad moment in their trip that could have been avoided had they done the research beforehand right so so yeah so i guess do your research like if you're really committed to this disney trip it's gonna take some work but once you get there and you have everything planned out like it's going to be amazing. Right.
1: And kind of hit off what you say, like, it's a Disney trip. Like, you should be fully committed into making this trip magical. Um, you, I, I I can't imagine a scenario where I would just go to Disney and just be like, well, I guess I'm here. We'll just figure it out. Like, like you need to be excited for this trip, but you also need to be informed on these trips. Yeah. Um, so definitely put in the research here. And um, so speaking of, I guess, getting back onto, like, the planning of it a little bit more. Um, some of those final things that you need to research or um, kind of take a look into are um, along with your how many days you're going to be there is what type of park tickets you're going to get right. and where are you going to stay?
0: Yes. Um, so I guess for us personally, we've always stayed at Pop Century. It's a value resort, but it is so nice. It's updated. It's not huge. So you're not like walking um, very far from like your room to either like the Skyliner or the main lobby to get on the buses. hmm uh it's just is really nice for for us because uh, we spend most of our days in the parks so we don't really need a big fancy room to i guess hang out in or or whatever because we're going to be at the parks
1: yeah um and with pop century um and i guess just any resort that you decide to to go with you want to try to pair the amenities with what you're trying to get out of this right. trip again you're you're researching you want to get the most out of this trip if you're going to stay at a resort that has two of the best pools in Disney but aren't planning on doing pool days, well, why why mm-hmm. book that? You know what I mean? Right. Um, and we've always stayed on property. We did, you know, kind of flirt with the idea of staying off property for yeah. a trip last year. And it just it, we just found the value of staying on property, even though the resorts might be a little bit more expensive, far outweighed the cost of staying off property and needing to get an uber every single day or a rental car um so it kind of depends on um you know what you're seeking to do in the parks what you want to do at the hotel yeah um and how you can navigate through these parks if you're a local obviously it might be a little bit easier because you can just drive there if you're within a couple hours but with us you know we're a two out two and a half three hour plane ride away from disney world we can't really just pick up our car and drive down there and, you know, pay to park every single day. So um, with us, POP offers that that transportation accessibility that we really need. Um, It's close to a lot of things. It's right on the Skyliner, which is a mode of transportation that's gondola system that'll take you to different parts of the resort and to um, two of the four parks. Um, There's just, so much value that comes out of Pop Century. And it is a value resort. So it is one of the cheaper resorts, but it is the most expensive cheapest resort. Um
0: yeah, I think so. Um, but like you said, I like I think it offers a lot for like what you need. Like just a basic, you know, it has a nice room, like it's updated. Um bathrooms really nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Right. And like you the- said
1: it's it's small. It's right on the skyliner. They've got a very good food and um merchandise kind of area in there um
0: and it does have three pools there
1: yes it's i mean got they're three not pools,
0: huge so... but i mean they're pretty decent so
1: yep and they got laundry. obviously all of them have laundry right on property so it's just figuring out like what you're looking for we've um kind of hopped over to different resorts in the past um we went to art of animation which is a very beautiful um, resort We have kind of walked inside there um, main lobby building, and it's really, yeah. really nice in there. On um, the Riviera, which is just gorgeous, oh my gosh, gorgeous, just gorgeous. That is also on the Skyliner, yeah. Um, so that's a very good perk, uh, about them. We've been to the Grand Floridian we haven't stayed at the Grand Floridian because we don't have Grand Floridian type money, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we've been to the Grand Floridian, we've been to the Polynesian. Um, like mm-hmm. those resorts are just incredible to be at, yeah. but they do come at an incredible cost.
0: Right. And that's the thing is like, you don't have to pay a bunch of money to experience them. Like you can just take the monorail and go visit them, walk around and like look in the shops there or eat at the cafes there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because, uh, where you stay can definitely eat up a lot of that budget. Like if yep. you're talking like five, six, $700, like per night at some of these resorts, like that's a lot of money, especially if, I mean, even if you're only going for, you know, four nights or something, three, four nights, like that's a lot of money just for your resort.
1: Yeah. Cause you figure, uh, even like a three night stay at probably one of the cheapest rooms at the Polynesian is probably like a week stay with tickets at, at Pop yeah. or even like any of the all star resorts. So, um, and we're not shaming anyone for going no, to, no, not any at all. You, <laughs> but... If you want to go to the cheapest option with all stars, do it if you want that. High, sophisticated style of of the Grand Flow. If you can afford it, go right ahead. Yeah. For us personally, Pop is that really nice in-between where it's just a little bit elevated up from, um, I don't want to say, like, the clichéness of, like, the All-Star Resorts. Um, but it has a lot of the updated, nicer, lo- or, you know, looks and feels yeah. of more of a contemporary type of. Hotel, not the contemporary, but a contemporary hotel. (laughs) Yeah. And then lastly, um, you know, before booking, um, you just want to make sure you're booking the right type of tickets.
0: Yeah for so you can um you can book park hopper tickets if you want, but if you book park hopper tickets, you have to book it for your entire state. Like you can't just decide one day I want park hopper tickets and then the rest of my stay are just gonna be regular one
1: day. Right. So and like I believe if you book it in a package, everybody needs that ticket. Yeah, and then right?
0: everybody needs so Again, like, and it's a way to save money. Like, if you're going for a week, like, I really don't think there's a need for getting Park Hopper tickets because you can easily spend – like, two days at every park and, you know, and accomplish what you need to. But I know some people just don't like doing that. Like, they just don't like spending all their time in one park. They like doing one park in the morning and one park in the evening. And and if that's what you want to do, then you need those Park Hopper tickets. But yeah. um, we've never done Park Hopper, and I don't feel like we're really missing out because there is so much to do at each park. Um, So much that we spend, like, two days at each park. Right. So I just – I don't know. I don't really feel the need for Park Hopper tickets, but – um, some people like them or want to do them. So, and if that's what you want to do, More then that's you. <laughs> something you need to decide, I guess. All
1: right. So you've decided where you want to stay. You decided how long you want to stay. You have decided how you're going to get there. You're ready to book and you have your trip finally planned.
0: Yes. Now what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> At this point, hopefully you're about still five to six months out. You still have plenty of time to plan. Mm -hmm. Um, figure out what you really want to do, but go ahead and book that trip, whether it's for yourself or, you know, by yourself or whether it's with that travel agent, um, from here on out, um, it's how are you going to pay for the trip? If you have the money set aside already. Awesome. Like that's really, that that's a really good place to be in at that point. Um, I know theoretically for us like it's nice to use the tax money <laughs> like when you in your tax free fund comes in you're like oh it's disney money
0: yeah <laughs> um, not
1: everyone is able to do that um so it just depends on if you have saved up ahead of time and you know have it now or you do need to start um, saving money or figuring out how to pay for your trip and yes. um, there's kind of two aspects that we want to touch on here is one on is getting a deal or a discount or a promotion on it And then another way is how we go about saving and paying for Disney trips, especially if we can't get a deal or promotion or discount.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I know pre-COVID, there was a pretty regular... schedule, I guess, as to when Disney would put out promotions. And it was kind of um easy to predict when those would come out. Since COVID has happened, that's like all out the window.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Um like nothing
1: (laughs) nothing is the same. They're running different type of discounts now.
0: Um so yeah, I guess as of right now, like we like we don't have a deal on our trip. Like Mm. we are paying full price for everything. And it's usually just on the room like you would get a discount right um i know pre-covid when they had the dining plan um they would sometimes do uh like free dining when you booked um yeah like a certain package um but, yeah, so as of right now, after COVID, it's usually just been room discounts. Yeah. And, yeah, they're just completely random, it seems like. and, and It
1: hasn't really gone all, off of the, like, historical markers that we've seen yeah. in the past here. Um, they're even adding a new one. So, like, if you're a Disney Plus subscriber, yeah. um, you're getting pretty decent discounts, but at, like, weird times of the year. Yeah. Um, I, I think right now, Disney realizes they really don't need to run promotions to get people back in the parks. They're still seeing that surge of people coming in who had to postpone their COVID trips. Yep. Um and I, I I guess a side note on that, it's really fun to see people like finally get to go I on know. their on their COVID trips.
0: Yes. Um because you were just like there's a couple that we follow um and they
1: actually uh we follow them on the team unicorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they um, are out in I Somewhere out in Europe, I, yeah. I, I, I get—I forget where they come from, um, and they are currently at the time of um, I'm recording this. They just landed in, in Magic Kingdom. Yep. Yeah, um, and, and, they've and
0: had this trip booked since 2019. Tw-
1: yeah, so it's really fun to see like those people that have had these trips booked for so yeah. long that are finally getting to go and um, even seeing people like finally getting to experience like the 50th anniversary for the mm-hmm. first time. We'll get to see that when we take Jay next month. Yep. Um. So it's. That's just really fun. Yeah. That's just, that's just I know. That. Um, um,
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Saving on your Disney trip. So there might be a promotion and if you're going with a travel agent, they will automatically apply that to your package. Um, If you are doing it yourself, um, there, I know there's a section that you have to go on to apply it
1: to. Yes, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Like you said, the, the travel agent will do that automatically. They're usually up at like 3 o'clock yeah. in the morning doing that for you, so you don't have to worry about it. So usually you you would wake up to an email and be like, hey, guess what? I just saved you guys like $400 on your trip, yep. which is awesome. Um but if you're doing it yourself, like we've been doing it, you have to go onto the website yourself and find it. Um, when you go onto your reservation, um, there's a spot where you can um, modify your um, reservation or pay. You know, make a payment. When you go to the modify area, it'll. It's literally like the first thing that's on the website where it'll say, you know, apply promotion. Yeah. And if there is a current promotion, it'll let you apply it. Um, there are obviously day requirements or. You know, the certain certain things. Yeah, that you have like to, value, you have to.
0: moderate, deluxe. Like um, sometimes, like as you go up the tier, like your percentage off gets bigger. Yep. So yeah, so it's all different. Um, you can and, also
1: call into yeah you to can them call Disney to try getting it quicker, but it just kind of depends on what works the best for you.
0: hmm Yeah, some people don't really like navigating computers, so then you can just call mm-hmm. Disney, and a cast member will apply that for to or pl- apply that to your trip. So. Yep.
1: So, I guess in our situation, what happens if you don't get a discount?
0: Yeah. Well, even if you do get a discount, um, like, you still will need to save for that Disney trip. Um, yes. But, yeah. So, we try to, like, just buy Disney gift cards or set money aside each paycheck. Um, and the best way we do that is buying them from Target, the gift cards. Yep. You uh, do just, get the 5% Yeah, because we have the red card and you get 5% off the disney card which doesn't sound like a lot but you know if you have you know a three thousand dollar trip to pay off and you can essentially do that all in disney gift cards like Mm -hmm. i mean it's a decent chunk of money oh yeah so so we usually do that um the other thing that we do pretty regularly is um we use an app called shopkick
1: yeah um and we've been doing shopkick for even even longer than we've been going to disney
0: yeah Um, um
1: and it's essentially, we kind of think of it as a scavenger hunt for, for new items that companies are trying to promote. Um, you download the app and um, you can go into um, several stores in your area like Walmart and Target are usually the big ones for us. Yeah. Um, and perm- our advertisers or companies will you know, try to promote like a new product that they have out mm-hmm. um, and you have to go and scan the barcode on the back of the item for a certain amount of points or they call them kicks Yep. Um, and after so many scans scans could range from one kick to five kick we've seen them all the way up to like 50 or 75 kicks
0: yeah i think uh, a good average is probably 10 to 20 per item Yep. usually
1: um, and after so many times or after so many scans um, you accumulate all these points or they call them again kicks and you can turn those kicks into gift cards yep. Um, we do that quite regularly, um, especially like once we like are getting into like, oh, we need it safe for Disney. We yeah. like, um, <laughs> and you can get, you know, rack up these gift cards pretty quickly if you are going to pretty consistently.
0: Yeah. And that's just um using like the quote unquote free. Like it's it's all free. Like the app itself is free. Like you don't have to pay for anything. But you do get bonus kicks if you buy these items. Yeah. And you don't have to, but if you buy the items that are listed, then you get even more kicks for doing so.
1: Yep. So you might only get, you know, 25 points for scanning it, but you might get a thousand points for buying it. Right. Um and after I we kind of go based out of like $25 increments just because that's usually the the lowest ones that we get for like the Disney gift cards. It's 6,250 kicks to get a $25 gift card, Mm -hmm. which seems like a lot. But when you go to Walmart, you know, and they offer a thousand kicks in one day, or you can go to Costco and target, like you can very easily have 2000 kicks in one day. So meaning if you have three or four really good days of shop kicking You've earned a twenty-five dollar gift card. Yeah, um, and I guess that's very evident with our uncle.
0: Oh yeah, he goes every day. He
1: goes every day. <laughs> he, goes every day. Um, um, he he realizes and he he recognizes the what it, what's you know what they offer. Yeah. Um. With that, he has paid um, a significant amount of this trip just on Shopkick alone. Yeah. And We're talking hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Just from going to stores that he regularly goes to, you know, mm-hmm. to buy, you know, food or, you know, household essentials. He sometimes he'll buy the items. But he has paid, I think, at least $500 of this trip just on free gift cards that he has earned from Shopkick. And he yeah. just started this within a, a couple months ago. Um, so he's constantly doing it. And, like, I think that's a really good way of, yeah, you know, saving for that trip. because. Yeah, you might not have gotten a $500 discount on your room because you were a Disney Plus subscriber. But, I mean, just running around on the weekends and yeah. getting some free scans or buying a few cheap items it gets, you know, all these points. You know, he's saving a lot of money on that trip alone. And we, we've we done that, yeah. too. We we've Our trip, in part, has been paid because of this shop pick as well. Yeah. We've, we've gotten several hundred dollars off of this trip mm-hmm. because of that. Um, which again, if you're doing that is less money out of your pocket. I right.
0: Yeah. So, um, and yeah, and it's a completely free app and you know, it's, you know, like bigger stores like Walmart, Target, Walgreens, CBS, Costco. So, I mean, they're probably places that you're visiting on a weekly basis anyways, I guess mm-hmm. it's just whether you take like the 15 minutes to maybe navigate the store to find everything. Um, again, it's one of those things you kind of get what you put into it. Like, you know, our Uncle Jay, like, he literally goes every day to do it, and he gets quite
1: a bit He's back. He's getting quite a bit out um, of it. <laughs>
0: we we tend to just go on the weekends, um, but then, you know, because we haven't gone in the week, like, we we usually have, like, a pretty decent amount um, to get. So, so yeah, so that's um, – usually that's our other way of, like, I guess saving yeah. for the trip.
1: And then, like you mentioned before, so pair that – all those free Disney gift cards that you're getting from the Kick app – pair it up with you know all the the discounted you know disney gift cards you're buying from mm-hmm. target i mean i know five percent doesn't seem like a whole lot but in the grand scheme of things if you're paying you know 25 2600 upwards a person per right. your trip you know this trip alone with all of with everything that we have coming up on it it's well over five thousand dollars um, for that trip so even five percent to save on that it's still five percent to save on it right
0: yeah and then um another thing too is you know for like uh birthdays or christmas or like anything that somebody might get you a gift for like if you can maybe say hey i'll take a disney gift card like uh that's another way too is you know if yeah you're our okay. neighbors
1: actually just yeah. at, or did that because they we yep. you know told them that was our kind of trick and they have two little ones next, uh, you know, our neighbors next door. Um, mm-hmm. And they got, I think, like three or four hundred dollars in Disney gift cards, which right. you don't think as much. But for a family of four, like that's, you know, all your food for a couple days.
0: Right. Yeah. Alone. And they're not planning. I think they're planning next or two years.
1: So there's plenty of time. for Yeah, them to and save they have up.
0: plenty of time to save up. But you know, they're like they have plenty of toys, and they don't really need clothes like we get all that, you know. And you know, just buy us Disney gift cards, and then we can right. go on this really nice trip. So uh, that's something to do too. Like just you know, ask people. You know, instead of like you know gifts, just let them know that you'll take Disney gift cards. <laughs>
1: yeah, because it's not it's not so much that they're giving you a gift card that you have to go like. Buy your own gift at Amazon or something like you're paying for an experience, and I think a lot of people appreciate that more. Right. Um. I mean, you could definitely take the Disney gift card and go on to Shop Disney and buy something off off their website. Um. But mm-hmm. this gift card isn't like something like a Target where you can only spend it at Target. Like, there's different Disney entities that you can spend it at. And, like, these gift cards will help pay for the experience right. of going on Disney or going to on a Disney cruise line or going on adventures by Disney.
0: Yeah, literally, like, it's, it's, Disney, it's, Disney. it's Disney money. So, like, if you're on Disney property, you can, like, literally use it, like, anywhere. Yeah, like, so
1: a $5 or, you know, a $25 gift card that you bought at Disney or bought for Disney from Target. You save the 5%. And you can use that to buy. Water, you can use that to buy a Ronto wrap, you can use it to buy a plushie, you can use it to buy a spirit jersey, Mm -hmm. you can use it to buy your park ticket, you could use it to
0: pay for Genie Plus. Pay for Genie (laughs)
1: Plus, um, you know, that's it, it, it literally is pretty much anything that's under Disney's umbrella, yeah, in that Disney bubble, you can use it on, right? Um, so that's if you can't get any sort of dealer promotion or discount on your hotel stay or your you know package stay, we definitely recommend at least buying up those disney gift cards in advance or you know definitely do that shop kicking. or i mean i think there's other sort of like cashback apps like, yeah, and stuff guess, like that but the kick is the one that's worked the yeah, best. yeah that's us. the one
0: that we've seen i think um that you don't really have to put in like a lot of your own money to get something back um at a decent return yes you know? the
1: only the only thing that you're really spending is your time and maybe your gas getting to yeah. like the place, but if you're already going to target on the weekends, which we're going to do after we record this podcast, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> if you're already going there, you might as well, you know, get paid to do it eventually. Yeah. Um, And so, then just
0: bonus kicks. If you yeah. like the items that are listed, you know, you can buy those and get extra. So
1: yeah. So yeah. I highly recommend that because we have saved hundreds of dollars. I think right now, my lifetime on Shopkick is I think over a thousand dollars in, in free gift cards that I, they have given me, Because all I've gone around is played a little scavenger hunt to find out where, like, this beard oil is. Or where where these marshmallows are. So, definitely recommend doing that. Um, So, another part, once you kind of have your plan tripped, is figuring out what do you want to do when you're there? What do you want to do on those park days? Yeah,
0: like, planning your park days. Okay, because Disney currently, and I don't foresee this going away anytime soon, they have the Disney Park Reservation System. And they've had that in place since covid because um, they want to like i think initially they wanted to um make sure they weren't like overcrowding their parks with covid um regulations and stuff but now i think disney just likes to know how many people are going to be in the park and yep. you know all of that stuff so you have to say which park you're going to you have to tell disney i'm going to animal kingdom on this day
1: and for us I don't have an issue with that at all.
0: Yeah, that's literally how we planned our first Disney trip. Like we knew which park we were going to every day.
1: Yeah, so pre-COVID you could go wherever you wanted whenever you wanted. It didn't matter. Um park hopping was at a certain times so you had to wait for that to park hop, but
0: I don't think you did. I think you, you could didn't. just park Yeah, I think you can just park hop whenever
1: you want. We, we never Yeah, we never.
0: Um
1: so but we looked at it because there were special perks for hotel yeah, because yeah, so like they had got the,
0: the early theme park entry, but it was certain parks on, certain, on days certain days that had the early ones and then the late ones. So we coordinated our days as to which parks had those.
1: So if we knew Epcot was open till 11 when they usually close at 9, we're, we're going to that park so we can get more out of that park. If we knew Magic Kingdom opened up at 7 instead of 8 o'clock, we were going to that park. Yep. Now after COVID, they've gotten away with certain days. And it's just if you're staying on property, you can get into any resorts. Or any park. park a half hour early. 30 minutes early. Um, so we were kind of already doing that before COVID. Yeah. Picking out like which park works best for our schedule. Which park can we get the most out of? Or which park can we stay the longest at? Yeah. Um, Because we are park open. We're a rope drop to park close. Yeah. Rope drop to fireworks type of people. So we're always in those part. You know, we're always there. So we wanted to get the most out of that. That's something that you have to decide if you want to do that. Do you want to be that early morning rope draw person? Are you staying all the way to fireworks? Are you only going in the morning or only going in the afternoon? It, figuring out what park days you want to do. Yeah. Because then you have to tell Disney, I'm going to be in this park. Yeah.
0: State. And you have to. Like, you have to put in those park reservations. This is Otherwise. it's not
1: a recommendation. Like, Disney will not let you into that park. Yeah. That
0: like, is. you have to, you know. So as soon as you buy your tickets, like, I just, I, I don't like it when people are like, oh, I'm just gonna kinda wait. Like, no, like get your get something in the books because you don't know if for some reason like a park's gonna fill up. And then by the time you decide, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that park this day, I think. And then there's no park availability. Like, so as soon as you have those tickets put in something, you can change them later. Like it's, it might
1: not be the, the, the most efficient way of, yeah. of you know, changing a reservation, but you can definitely Yeah, do
0: you it. can definitely switch them and change them around, you know, up until I think the day of. Like, I think you can switch them. Um, so, you have to do that. Like, you have to put in those park reservation mm-hmm. systems. Like, you have to have your ticket. You have to have your park reservation. And then if you are doing park hopping, you have to scan into that original park that you put in.
1: Yeah, so you park hopping to. is now at... 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Let's say for Disney you, World. For Disney World, yes. Um, if you're going to, uh, if you have a park reservation for Animal Kingdom and you knew at 2 o'clock you were going to park hop over to Epcot, but you didn't go to Animal Kingdom in the morning and you're like, well, it's after 2, I can go over to Epcot. No, you cannot. You mm-hmm. literally have to go, well, you either have to, A, change or modify your park reservation if you're able to. Yeah, if, if, there's, avail- if, if yeah. there's availability. I'm not sure if you're able to do that the same day. Orby, you literally have to drive yourself to Epcot or make your way to Ep- or to Animal Kingdom, scan in, and leave. Yes. Like, that's the only way Disney is going to let you park hop. They they need to know that you were at least in that park. Now, people might not agree with that. Again, I don't I've really heard, care because yeah. we're, you know, we're, we don't park hop, so it doesn't matter to us per se. Yeah. But this is just a tip to the people that do want to park hop or, you know, might utilize this make sure that you are scanning into that park or make sure you go to that park or change your reservation because you will not be allowed to go to animal area to epcot if you did not go to animal kingdom first right
0: Um, so yeah, so when you're looking at your, however many days you're going, you know, when you're trying to figure out which park day, um, definitely look at like, um, the park hours for, you know, that week that you're Mm -hmm. going, um, look and see what festivals are going on. Um, and then also look to see if there's any special events that, um, usually it's Magic Kingdom that would close early, um, for like those Halloween or Christmas parties, like they usually close to regular guests at six. So, you know, if that's a deal breaker for you, then, um, you know, don't. Book your Magic Kingdom day.
1: Yeah, on that day. <laughs> and then just a reminder, if they do close, like you, you're not getting fireworks that day. You're getting you're getting right. a shortened day. So, um, you know, with our trip coming up, we are purposely going to a uh, a Christmas party. We're actually going to the first Christmas party. So, if other people were going and they wanted to go to Magic Kingdom that day, but aren't don't have tickets to that Christmas party, they they know that they might not be getting. Well, they should know that yeah. they might not be getting a full day in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Crowds might be a little bit lighter, but you're also not getting any fireworks. You're not yeah. getting that, that extended evening hours like, you know, people at the Christmas party are. So definitely pay attention to those Halloween party, those Christmas parties, or if there's any special events. Sometimes they close it down for like tapings or weddings or just, you know, mm-hmm. business events that are going on there. Right. Um. Definitely want to make sure that you're not... Booking, you know, your one and only day in Magic Kingdom when you want to see fireworks and <laughs> um, then on, a party on a party day.
0: And, yeah.
1: Or if you really want to go see, you know, be there for something like we saw quite a bit last year with the 50th. People, yeah. You know, people did not have Um park reservations for magic kingdom on the 50th and they were denied and they had to go to their original park whether it be animal kingdom or epcot or hollywood studios and
0: wait till that wait
1: month. over there they had to scan in, and then they had to park hop back over so it was just it was very frustrating if you did not do the research and put in the effort to realize what you need to do ahead of time mm-hmm. obviously you'll get upset And we don't want that because you're going to most likely take it out on a cast member that does not deserve it.
0: Yes. (laughs) You better be nice to cast members. Like, they are gems and (laughs) they literally make the Disney magic. So do not get upset or mad at cast members. If you are nice to them, if you explain your situation, they will do everything they can to help you. Like, just be nice to them. Yeah, if you are having your an, cool. I, an issue, <laughs>
1: I am one, you can attest that I do get very angry and frustrated when something is not happening. I I believe it was our second trip in animal or, um, second trip at Disney. We were in Hollywood studios. I didn't get something. And you know, the park closed before I could go like get a snack before we left and I wound up not being able like I, I got charged for something I didn't get. And yeah. I was very mad about it because they didn't refund me. As angry as I was, <laughs> do not lose your cool at those those yeah. cast members. Those CMs, they will they are doing everything that they can to help you. They are very pleasant. Do not go off at them. Yeah. And I like I had to remember like in that instance like these are cast members. They're amazing. Yes. Shut your mouth, Tyler. (laughs) Pack
0: your patient pants. Like, it'll be fine. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. So, just know the park reservation system. I know there's been a lot of hate on it. I guess it's just kind of how we've always done Disney. And it's pretty much all we've known for, for like, how to do Disney. So, it's fine. And we are just such planners that we would – that's just how we are. Like, we're we're just planning out our days. Like, we know which park we're going to, like – so it's not that big of a deal to us personally, but I know a lot of people don't operate like that and it can be frustrating to them, but this is the Disney that we have and the Disney you have to work with. So just, you know, go with it and just know what you're doing or what you need to do. And yeah. And if you are having problems with it, just, just be nice to the cast members. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: so I guess along with planning those park days and figure out what you want to do, Figure out what you want to do outside your park days. Are you devoting time to do laundry? Are you devoting time to do Disney Springs, or do mm-hmm. you really want to go do some resort hopping? Like those are that's something that you also have to accommodate yeah. in those plans. And you know, with our upcoming trip in November, like that's been very difficult to do because it feels like we want so much we out of just, this trip. Like,
0: pack so much into our days, and we are just like wanting to spend so much time in the parks because you know we don't. I mean, we get to go like often I I guess like maybe once a year to to most people maybe as often but um you know when you haven't been in a year like there's there's a lot of stuff to see and do so we want to spend our time there and so it's hard to kind of fit in other stuff that we would like to do like the monorail um hopping or yeah taking time for disney springs because during christmas they have like all those christmas trees that we want to see you gotta and, go get
1: your gideon yeah
0: i get gideons <laughs> and all of that stuff so yeah and i guess just figure out what's important to you and your group and you know make sure you're you are prioritizing stuff that um you know if it doesn't get done for somebody that you know if it's gonna like break their trip like you know. you need to fit it yeah in. you need to fit it in like so yeah make sure you're doing what's important to you and then you know i guess whatever that the rest is gravy or something <laughs> like that i don't know
1: um and then the last couple of things that you want to do once you finally um pack or not pack your trip <laughs> once you finally have um you know booked your trip um and after you kind of figured out where all the pieces are which days you're going to um, some of the last things you're going to do is just figure out your transportation. How are you going to get over to mm-hmm. the airport? Are you or are you even flying in? Are you driving into Disney? If you're flying into from the airport, are you taking a rental car? Are you taking one of the the buses? Now that the Magical Express isn't right. uh, uh, running anymore, or are you just taking an Uber? Um, us personally, what we've um, are kind of seeing is that we're probably going to take an Uber. Um, the mm-hmm. the busing the systems on there um, they look very nice. They look very similar to the Magical Express. It's just for the value of them we just don't see or for the price of them we just don't see the value in taking them. Yeah. So. Um and then you could get a rental car. Um we've never done a rental car situation before just because Disney Disney transportation is usually pretty good to us. Yeah.
0: It's usually pretty good and efficient. Um you probably have to wait a little bit, but you know, but then if you're doing a rental car, like you have to also consider like your parking every day. Cause that, um you I have to park like- park at your resort. But then if you're a resort guest if you do take your car over to um,
1: the, the parks. parks,
0: then I think it's free. Like you don't have to but, double
1: up on the park. But regardless, it's still expensive to yeah. park every single day. Like it's, it, it's it's more than Genie Plus. Yeah. So. <laughs> every single day there. Um, and then one last thing that we want to touch on, and this is something that you can kind of change or add on, even all the way up to your trip, is whether or not you want to add the Photo Pass. Yeah. Um, we went one trip without Photo Pass. Um, and I don't think that we'll ever do that again.
0: No, like we regretted it ever since cause we were like, Oh, we don't really need it. But like, no, like there's literally photo fa- pass photographers, like scattered throughout the park and they don't just take like one picture. Like they will take multiple pictures for you and like, you can just get so much. So like, I hands down think it's worth it. Like, yeah,
1: we're huge advocates yeah. for the, the photo pass photographers. Um, like you said, they'll take multiple ones. They have some really awesome ones for, um, certain times of the year, certain events or festivals. Um, they call them magic shots where they'll add like (laughs) characters in, or they'll add some sort of like, um, cool side effect or background or some sort of like, like a blowing effect on it or something or on your picture. So it's not just a picture of you in front of Spaceship Earth. It's a picture in front of Spaceship Earth with like Mm -hmm. confetti falling, or there's like Remy right next to you or something like that. So it's really, it's really, really fun. Um, and we do highly recommend PhotoPass. Mm -hmm. Um, it's $170 before you go and i think they up it to 100 and or i think they up it to 200 yeah if, if you, you add it on when once you get there yeah. um we we find a lot of value in it just because we love taking pictures and oh, having yeah. those pictures um one of my favorite things to do once we come back from these trips is to make a photo book with all yeah. of them so i think the first trip that we went down we maybe had like between all three of us we had like maybe four or five hundred pictures to choose from mm-hmm. which seems like a lot but when you're coming back with PhotoPass, photog- you know, yes. uh, photographs, <laughs> you you're get coming back so with like many. thousands of pictures. Yeah,
0: because then you get all like the ride, um, the ride pictures. Like if there's like a picture on the ride, like you get. And all there's some of those. videos on the
1: rides too, mm-hmm. like Seven Dwarves and um, Haunted, or not Haunted, and uh, Tower of Terror have video attached to it. Yep. Um. So there's um. A lot of value that we find in PhotoPass. Yeah. That we highly recommend it. Um, but it is again another. It's another pricey expense. Expense that you have to. Consider. But it
0: is cheaper. Like if you just buy the whole package. Because I know, like, if you don't have the package, like, you can buy pictures individually. But like, I think they're like for like one picture, it's like ten or fifteen. I don't know, like something crazy. Yeah, like, and you per... can
1: you can buy it like per. I think you can buy it like per day as well. But when it comes oh. to like a like a week long trip for us. I mean, it just, even if it's $200 for a week long trip, but like you're only spending like 20 bucks a day to get all those pictures, it's totally worth it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. So you have, at this point, you have like your week planned out, you know, which days you're doing, you have your park reservations all set to go. Um, You know, so like you're, you're at that magical 60 day window. Yeah.
1: Two months <laughs> out and you have another milestone that you have to hit.
0: Yes. Uh, So the biggest one um, with 60 days out is your reservations. So most of it is dining, but there are like other things that you can book that aren't dining. Like if you want to build a lightsaber. A um, droid.
1: Um, I think when you're, you're capture your moment, you can do it 60, 60 days, days. out.
0: Um, I don't know how the bippity boppity boutique works, but I, I would assume that that would fall under the 60 day window. I'm too old
1: for it. So I they know. don't <laughs> let me in and I'm a little upset that I can't go me, get my princess makeover. Me too. <laughs> me too. Like I want to get all
0: like dolled up and yeah, like the whole thing. Um, but yeah, so 60 days is when you can start making those reservations. So, um, so you want to make sure like you, you've done some research, you've, you know, you know who you're going with, like where people want to try to eat, try to eat. Um, so
1: no any dietary restrictions yeah. that you might need. Disney's really good with dietary restrictions in general. Yes, they are um, amazing. And that. um, if you go onto the My Disney Experience app and go through all the different restaurants um, and look through all the menus, further down the menu they'll give you all the different dietary restriction menus. Yeah. So if you're allergic to um fish here's where you if you're allergic to nuts here's what you can have if you're allergic to you know dairy here's what you know here's what they have to offer you um which is another good tip to do while you're planning your reservations or as while you're kind of figuring out what you want to eat play around with that my disney experience app get familiar with it because once you go to disney you're going to be using it all.
0: yeah you use it quite a bit you know especially if you are doing genie plus um for any of your days like you're going to be on it um probably quite a bit um i know we um, I know that's a complaint people have is like, oh, I was on my phone so much with Genie Plus, but I'm like, we were on it all the time like with... Um,
1: with FastPass With
0: FastPass, so yeah. I don't think that's really any different. But anyways, yeah, make sure your experience with... Um, the My Disney Experience app um, and then yeah so you can start booking those um, dining reservations and this is like sit down dining like you don't reserve like quick service Right, you're not reserving your Dole
1: Whips or anything (laughs) like that
0: um, this is like sit down stuff or like character meals um, things like that so So if
1: you really want to go see uh, if you really if you have kids and you really want to take them to see you know Mickey and the Gang at Chef Mickey's I I feel like a lot of people feel like that's a rite of passage for on their little ones I know with our first trip like like our biggest reservation was making sure we got to go t- to be our guests guest, and, yeah. and dine in, you know, the, the Beast Castle, or if you really want to go eat in Cinderella's Castle, mm-hmm. like those are ones you want to make sure you're booking right, right away because those will go fast. Um, and and
0: Topolino's Terrace that goes really fast too. Yes, so that that one's amazing. Um,
1: yeah. Or even even um, experiences like Ogus Canteen. Yep, yep, those will um, go
0: pretty quick. Uh,
1: that's one you want to go right away with. So there's if you know you want something make sure to book it right away yeah
0: and if you're on the fence about something just book it right now yep. like there's no harm in booking it right now um you know if you're talking it over and you maybe decide in a month you don't want to do it now um or even like when you're in disney like you can um you know you can change them um i know they say like 24 hours.
1: But we have a tip. Yes, to help we do. With that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we've actually had this several times where we've had a an advanced dining reservation or an ADR, and like you mentioned, like they they typically say you have to cancel within forty or twenty four hours, $24. Um, or you do get charged a penalty fee. Um, and it kind of I think it depends on the the location, but there, yeah, there I think is so some... too.
0: So so one thing go talk to a cast member um i know we've done that before too yep. um and they will most of the time you know be like oh yeah that's fine um you know because most of the time they can fill it up with somebody else or like they have they're already full um so you know talk to a cast member if you really can't make it or if something like an emergency came up or something like talk to them i'm sure they can figure something out for you yep. but if not like there's... if
1: not we have a trick that we used several times um just modify your reservation yep
0: modify you, c- you can
1: go right on the my Disney experience app you can modify that uh, reservation up to the reservation time so if your reservation is at one o'clock for um you know uh, something over you know, what's at uh, be our guest twelve fifty nine you can still change that reservation and you can change it to five weeks out in the future yeah. just pick any day that's more than or pick any time
0: that's more than twenty four. That's hours. more than twenty
1: four hours. You'll get the confirmation that it's changed and then cancel it. Yep. You won't have to worry about paying a late cancellation fee. You don't even have to talk to a cast member. You can just go ahead and do that. It has saved us several times. Um, It's not, I guess, maybe the most efficient way of doing it, but it is a very simple way of doing it. Um, To that way, you can still keep that reservation in mind. And like you said they're they're gonna be able to fill that spot even if it is like on a few minutes basis or, you know a few minutes ahead. Yeah, because a
0: lot of these places have like wait lists. Um so then they would notify somebody like, oh we have an opening, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so that's um yeah, a couple ways to I guess get around like if you can't make those those reservations. Um
1: but yeah we definitely recommend doing the reservations right away. They usually go up, I believe it's seven o'clock AM Orlando time. So, depending on where you're at, um, you know, you have to get up a little earlier, especially if you're out on, like, the West Coast. Or, like, with us being in Wisconsin, we're on Central Time, so we're an hour behind Orlando. So, getting up a little bit earlier to make those reservations. Um, like I said, we've done Be Our Guest. Um, we're doing Skipper Canteen this trip, which we are super excited, yeah, I'm for. excited for. Um We've done Topolino's, um, which we can't... You know, recommend any higher,
0: and that was before the characters could hug you again, and it was still amazing. Yep. So,
1: um, we've done um, Garden uh, the Girl. Garden Grill over that at Epcot. That was really good. Um, gone are the days where you could like kind of get into the park before. You know, for your breakfast uh, yeah. that, that worked really, really well for us on several trips where I think for be our guests, we got to go into magic kingdom before magic kingdom even opened up, yep. got to go have breakfast, didn't have to rush it. And then you're already, already by seven doors, Mind trainer, you're already like further into the park where you have that leg up on yeah. people that are stuck out in the hub before, um, you know, rope drop. So there are um, a lot of advantages to booking them ahead of time, but um, there are a lot of great places to eat. Um, we are Disney foodies.
0: Oh my uh, gosh, we 100%. go to Disney <laughs> for the food.
1: <laughs> we definitely go to Disney for the food, and I guess that's another thing that you want to map out at this. Or, you know, start mapping out at the sixty-day park, or you know, mark um, in your trip is where do you want to eat in general? Like, what kind of snacks do you want? Where, if you're um, like us you're constantly looking at like Disney Parks blog for mm. their foodie guides for their festivals.
0: Yes. Yeah. So we have for every festival that we go on to, like we we always like map out like what we want to try and like where it's located, how much it is, and then, you know, as we just
1: cross them off, cross list it as it off we the go. list. Um or so. if you're going around like Halloween time or Christmas time or even like we they just um had a bunch of Encanto themed snacks and cocoa themed snacks for um, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. So like anytime that you go, there's always gonna be some sort of foodie guide on, you know, take a look at those. Those are really good ways to figure out how much things are, what they'll consist of. Figure out which things are going to look the best on your Instagram feed, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are definitely foodies when it comes down to yeah. And when we're going to Disney. We that's why Epcot is again one of our favorite parks just because the food is incredible at Epcot. Yep. Um, so if you're definitely like us, uh, definitely, you know, plan that out in advance. We already have our our list for Epcot, um, and we even have lists for all the other parks that we want to go to. Um, so it's and it's also a nice thing that if you know if their mobile order available. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and get those mobile order that morning of that's another um, tip that we'll get into later with mobile ordering is that there's a lot to do on the Disney experience app, including mobile ordering um, and having, you know, your list of food that you want to eat going into the park. Then you'll know what to mobile order. right away. Yeah. All right. So now you've got your food and your event dining reservations all taken care of. Uh, you're getting down to that two to four weeks. So it's about a month. Um, If you haven't already started doing so, which we highly recommend you should have probably already been doing at maybe that two to six <laughs> month range, start planning your outfits. Yes. And that's something that we very, or we take very seriously in this yes, household. Yes, for
0: sure. So yeah, so I don't know. I would probably put, Outfit planning probably like at the two month mark. Yeah. Just because if you are ordering from some small shops, it can take a little bit longer to get some of those in. Um. So, kind of have like maybe a rough idea of like what you're looking for or wanting to get yeah. if if that's something that's important to you. I know there's some people that are
1: just they They're don't just, they just <laughs> wear whatever they wear at home down to Disney. That's fine too. If you need that. She wanted the D. I gave her the D shirts from Etsy that we've already complained (laughs) in length about. I guess go ahead and buy it no don't buy it like i don't know
0: there's just so many other shirts Um, but um yeah so
1: if you're going to order from a small shop or any sort of creator shop definitely do it well in advance yes because you're you don't know how shipping is going to be some of these you know they go for pre-order um if you buy a shirt that you're not really feeling and need to buy a different shirt you know you you have have that time.
0: time yeah
1: um so, we definitely recommend. Yes. Um, we
0: take outfit planning very seriously. Very, very seriously. <laughs> and
1: we're, we do plan on doing a pack with me. Um,
0: yes. Uh, we've never, video. yeah, we've never done a pack with me video before. So, we're kind of <laughs> trying to lay out how we want to figure it. out
1: how this all works. Yeah.
0: Um, but we do want to do one and we are planning on one. So, hopefully, that will go up um,
1: sometime this week to kind of correlate yeah. with, um, with, with a trip here, you know, within the next week or so. Yeah. Um. But that's something that we, again, we do take very serious and we feel like we kind of plan things out to a point where like, we feel really good and comfortable. Once we go down there, we know exactly what we're wearing. Yep. We know exactly what to do. Um. And even like with our park bag, you know, what we put in our park bag, you know, what we, what we recommend to put in our park bag, we're not going to get a whole lot of, in, into that on this because a lot of that will be covered in that um pack with me video but um uh you know definitely start planning that yeah like we
0: just kind of start like um yeah like like right now like i mean we've been you know like a month out we we start piling stuff in our it's our guest bedroom that we just take over the bed and everything with our outfits that we want to take and then we'll just start throwing things that we um you know want to take with us. Um, you know, like extra you know, we bought some more like Kleenex and um laundry detergent for when we do laundry, we'll pull out our water bottles. Um uh, Tide to go
1: sticks t- when yeah. I get food all over myself. <laughs> Tide to
0: go sticks. Um yeah, so we'll just kind of start pulling things or if we know we're getting low, like I knew we were getting low on Tide to go sticks. So I'm like, oh I should pick some of those up and I'll just throw them in the bedroom because, you know, we're gonna be you know starting to pack somewhat soon um again i feel like we're probably a little bit ahead of the game when it comes to that like yeah i mean the, we, maybe then most people we feel like
1: probably at the two to four <laughs> week mark is probably when most people would probably start like getting their stuff ready i mean we're at like the seven or eight week mark when we started yeah i was gonna this. say i
0: think we've had stuff out there at like yeah when we had when We could do dining reservations, I think we had like stuff in our guest, yeah, bedroom, but that's so. just
1: personally how that's we our, operate, yeah,
0: <laughs> that's our personal <laughs> preference. So, so do whatever I guess works for you. Um, but we are definitely planners and pre planners and all that stuff, yeah. so yeah.
1: And at this point, I mean, we highly recommend you do this well before this point, but at it's when you get down to like the last like week or two, um, you do need to order your magic band if you're planning on using a magic band, um, mm-hmm. which is something we didn't talked about earlier, but I'm like, I see them on our set here and I'm like, yeah, we should we probably didn't... mention Magic Bands. Um, if you're a hotel guest um, with a uh, package with Disney themselves, yep. um, you do get a little bit of a discount on a, a Magic Band that will come pre-arrival. You can order it closer to your appointment and they'll just bring it to your resorts, but um, if you order them ahead of time, um, that's one less thing that you have to worry about. Yeah. Um, or you can not order a new magic band and use an old magic band from before, you know, from prior trips. You can also use like your ticket card or your phone. So by no means you have to order a magic band, but we always do. We're extra.
0: <laughs> so we've ordered one for every trip. We've ordered a new one. Yes. And we have the new magic band plus. Um so I'm excited to um play around with that but but yeah and if you are doing the magic band plus you know definitely try to order that well in advance so you can get it set up and linked to you and all of that make sure it's charged up and ready to go yes because um, not
1: that you need to know my three hour plus ordeal <laughs> on trying to get my magic band to link to my phone but there are times where that might happen Yeah. So, so. Um, lesson lesson from someone who had to learn it the hard way um, those magic bands don't automatically link up perfectly to your phone yes. um,
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah just start seeing what you want to pack um uh, one tip we have is bring your own water bottle. Um, we have one right here on our desk. It's a Brita filtered one because the water down in Florida is a little weird. I think with us being spoiled with um the Michigan water, like I think we just have like such nice water here yeah. <laughs> in Green Bay. Um, but yeah, Florida water just tastes a little funny. So we get the Brita um filtered water bottles, and then this one is um double insulated, so it'll keep our water nice and cool but but yeah i mean if you can just bring your own water bottle there's plenty of places to fill it up in every park um yeah. and then that can save you so much money on buying bottled water um unless you want to like in advance like ha- like if you have like amazon prime you can have like water like and Shift food to and stuff shipped to your hotel if you're inclined to have the bottled water um but i don't know i think just bringing a refillable water bottle um, it works the best
1: for it us it fits really really nice. really nice into my backpack which i have yeah. on or just uh to the left of me here my backpack is also insulated um i got this right from the park and i absolutely love my park bag um
0: yeah. I, I
1: can't I, I i've had other bags before it um but this bag is just so awesome i yes. love this bag so much and so it's it's insulated it's nice and light um so with the bag being insulated and the water bottle being insulated um we don't have to worry about our water getting cold yes which is a uh, very exciting for because i my personal preference is i need it ice ice cold sammy does not she just likes it's cooler more yeah room temp.
0: yeah um, but um but at
1: least we have that option to make sure you know we don't have to sit and drink out of a, a warm water bottle yeah, that's been, that's, you know, sitting in your pocket.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so getting, you know, you know, if you're, whatever you're taking for bags, if you're checking a bag, you know, kind of figure that all out what you want to do. Um, and then, yeah, if you um, like taking a park bag in, you know, get that pulled out and, you know, kind of fill it with things that you might need in the park. Um, we, like we said, we'll go over, I think what we put in our park bags, um, in our pack with me video. Um, and then, um, but one thing that you want to put on your packing list is a poncho. Yes. Um,
1: um this is another one of those lessons that you're going to learn from me because I was the unfortunate yes. one to learn it the and hard it way. And it can
0: save you some money. So, like, yes. cause they're not the cheapest things they're to not. buy in Disney.
1: Um, so kind of going back to our episode, um our hot, our, our hot takes episode a couple weeks ago. Um, a rainy day in Disney is not fun. Yeah. Under any stretch of the imagination, I absolutely hate it. I've I had to deal with it. We've we've had rain here and there a couple times throughout our trips, but there was one day it was just non-stop rain. Yeah. I can deal with the Florida sprinkles. I can deal with that Florida half hour and then it's gone type of rain. This was an all-day rain. It's and like I didn't all day. I did not have a poncho with me. Um, I had to buy the $12 thicker plastic ponchos um that they're okay as long as they don't rip on you once they rip they rip bad mm-hmm. um my head is very big um not because i'm smart it's just it's because i have a big <laughs> head um, and getting it through the poncho hole it started to tear like on the base by the neck so that it just kept tearing all the way down so i had to hold on to it so my arms were also like i was just drenched all yeah. day i absolutely hated it It was the worst experience i've ever had in a disney park and it wasn't because of the disney park it was because i did not come prepared with a poncho yeah um i have a poncho now yes um she has a really cute poncho um so and you
0: can get them for just the same price as a same reused, price as a reusable, reusable one.
1: and these are you know nice fabric ones that come in a reusable pouch yep. like they're meant to be reused they're not plastic um So, I highly recommend because I was burned on it and I (laughs) absolutely hated that day. It was our last day in Magic Kingdom last year. Yeah. It ruined the ending of my trip, to be honest with you. Um, So, don't let Disney rain ruin your trip. Bring... A like a, a legit poncho. Yeah,
0: I bring a poncho um or a rain jacket if that's more your style. I really liked the poncho um for me personally because I have the launch fly backpack. My poncho was it's big enough for me. Um I could put it over it and it covers my backpack so that stayed dry. Um, but yeah, I, so just whatever you think you're gonna feel comfortable in um for a Florida rain. So whatever that is. Um, because you don't wanna be you know especially if they, if you're a family and you need to buy ponchos for everybody that's going to be a big ticket if you have to <laughs> buy those down in disney so buy stuff ahead of times and you have those things packed um yep. but but yeah so <laughs> i think that's about all we're going to touch on right now for like packing and all of that stuff um so like once you're in Disney.
1: Yep. So you've like you're all set to go. You're on the plane. You're in the car. You're driving there. You check into your resorts. You are in the Disney bubble for yeah. however long your trip is. Life is good. You can smell the churros. You can taste the dole whip. <laughs> you're ready for it. What do we recommend when you're actually in Disney? Um, we're gonna cover uh just a couple of questions that we've been asked before or um things that we found to be really tried and true. Or some tips that we found for, um, you know, some of our listeners who may have children or may have some sort of different needs than um, kind of like a heart trip. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned earlier that we do, we're rope drop to fireworks type, yes. of, type of people. And that can get kind of tiring.
0: It can. <laughs> yeah. So I guess um, our biggest tip that we've learned going, um, like, is just to take breaks. Yes. That's probably like... My biggest it tip is for people an is... an
1: absolute lifesaver. Yeah,
0: to take breaks. Um, we didn't really do that so much on our first trip. And that's, you know, where we learned it from because we were just getting so tired. And that was, like, the time when, like, Rise of the Resistance, like, had just opened and you had to be, like, in Hollywood Studios.
1: <laughs> yes. I remember our, oh first, our first rope drop to fireworks night was Hollywood Studios and we were in the park at like five o'clock in the morning and we didn't leave till like almost 10 o'clock at night. It was an absolute just monster of a day and
0: we still had fun. It's just um you know it just doing that day after day um for a whole week um that takes a lot out of you and And there's
1: only so much like the adrenaline of being in Disney can can kind of like coast you on. Um, you know, and it worked for like that first day because we were like, we went into the park when it was pitch black. We yeah. w- we left the park when it was pitch black. Yeah. Um, but not that we don't recommend doing rope drop to fireworks. We definitely do. Um, it's just be smart with it. Yeah, be smart.
0: Um, yeah, definitely. If um, if you're not wanting to leave the park, um, there's plenty of quiet spots in the park. Um, you know, you just find a nice bench or um, even like some of the shows. Um. I know uh, the one in the America.
1: The American Adventure. Yeah
0: totally napped through all of that and <laughs> um and then i was good for like the rest of the day um and but you know if you are a person that maybe needs to go back to the hotel and like and i've done it too like i go back and i take a nap for an hour Yep. um you know kind of redo my hair and then you know i'm i'm good to go like yep. after i'm done and you know i'm ready to go for the rest of the night so don't be ashamed if you have to and i think that's one thing that we've had to like come to terms with is that there are days where we just need to take a break
1: and yeah um, i get I get tired. I have very bad back problems. Um, so like my back, you know, tends to hurt pretty quickly into the day. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've learned ways to manage that pain and, um, but you know, it's Disney you're on your feet for 12 hours a day, walking around in the hot Florida heat on, yeah. you know, on cement. Like it's not the, uh, it's not the easiest terrain to be on, you know, for, you know, the entire day. Um, so it's just learning your limits, and, you know, making sure you don't get hangry, which in Epcot, we never do because we, we're always eating in nap. <laughs> I feel
0: like we're eating like all the time. You, not all the time, but I mean, we we pretty much, you know,
1: we snack our way through yeah. the parks. Um, so. so it's just, you know, knowing your limits, making sure yeah. you're, you know, taking, you know, that time for the self-care. And if that includes a break, um, I think, you know, like you mentioned, the American Pavilion and Epcot's a great place to take a break mm-hmm. or like a little nap. Um, in Hollywood Studios going into some of those shows like the Beauty and the Beast show or especially the Frozen show I mean I wouldn't recommend napping through the Frozen show but, but at least
0: sitting down and sitting in some down AC, it's cool yeah. it's dark
1: the AC is awesome Um, you know that's a really good place to just kind of relax and recharge there
0: yeah Um, I know in Magic Kingdom one day we just went into um Cosmic Rays Um, I think we got like a cheshire cattail for a snack and we literally sat down in there for like maybe an hour
1: yeah just we listened to sunny eclipse we just you know kind of did some people watching um that was a really really good place to it, it may be a little bit loud but i mean with sunny eclipse being there and like they're kind of like doing a show like people are talking but like they're also kind of listening so it's yeah. not quite as loud as i feel like it, you know some other places could be a really good place to take a break is um over in launch bay the star wars launch bay at yep, hollywood launch studios bay. they have um it i don't know if it used to be like a queue for something but they have a bunch of like star wars like posters and art yep. um kind of lined up in the walls and there's tons of benches in there or you can even sit down on the on the ground because like nobody's in there yeah so we got like a jack jack's num num cookie and just sat. well and
0: i think that used to be that was when it was the relaxation center um when when covid was still when they still had covid protocols um each park had a uh relaxation station which i kind of wish they would have kept those because like yeah those are really really really, nice you could go in there
1: you could take your mask off like you could just sit down and breathe and chill and relax a little bit so that's a really nice place i'm trying to think of a good place in animal kingdom for a relaxation station i if it's cloudy like the uh kind of like the lagoon where they have kite tails rest in peace um if they like that that would be a good place to have it or um
0: if you can just sit down in satuli canteen um because it's pretty big in there and it's air conditioned inside um but if you can like just sit in like
1: satuli canteen or the nemo um theater i'm sure
0: oh yeah we haven't done that yet but um
1: so yeah yeah. always always take those breaks and just kind of focus on you know recharging yourself if you if you can't go back to your hotel
0: yeah so that's the biggest thing because like you've done all this planning like you're in disney um you know it's a lot like the parks you know there's so much to do it can be overstimulating. um you know you probably have a big list of stuff you want to get done um but try to be realistic about it and you know and know if your body's telling you like you need a break like just take a break. break it's okay like you know you want to enjoy this trip that you've spent so much time and mm-hmm. money and effort um into planning um you know you don't want to like I don't want to say ruin it but you know have you know some bad moments if they can be avoided if you know you just kind of take a break and
1: yeah and all that so
0: um,
1: um I guess another one of the tips that's um, we found to be really helpful that um, will help you save time um, throughout your trip is mobile ordering. We mentioned it a little yeah, earlier. Yeah, and um, they
0: really encourage that in Disney.
1: To the point where they kind of, you know, make you Almost mobile, make you, almost mobile, make you order. A mobile order. Um, there, I I can't imagine there's a whole lot of instances where if you go up to a place that is pretty strictly mobile ordering, if they'll, that they would let you not mobile order. Um, but definitely mobile order, it, you can be anywhere in the park at any time in the park and, yeah. and place your order for food. Um, as long as there's time available that you're looking for. So you could be yep. outside of the, the parks, like you could be on the Skyliner on your way to Hollywood studios and you could be putting in your mobile order for your lunch at Woody's lunchbox at one o'clock. Yeah.
0: I was just going to say like, there are some slots that fill up very quickly. So like Woody's lunchbox is one of them. So if you know, you want to have lunch there. Do that in the morning, like yep. make that, you know, pick that time slot in the afternoon.
1: You can always modify yeah. it if you need to or cancel it if you need to. There's no cancellation fees if you, you know, cancel your order, like, yeah. you know, even five minutes um, beforehand. Um, but another tip to kind of help you save some time is that you could say that, you're, you know, if it's your your mobile order window is up and ready, that you can go ahead and, you know, go get your food. Don't wait until you get there to say that you're ready for food.
0: Yeah, do it as you're walking over there. Like if you know like it's gonna take you a couple minutes to walk over there, like do it like when you're walking over or yeah. you
1: know um, if you're in Hollywood Examples is a really good studio, let's say you're over by Toy Story Mania or like right uh, right by the entrance by Slinky Dog. So you're kind of you know right at the the forefront of the Toy Story Land. But you have a mobile order for Ronto Roasters. They those take a little bit of time to mm-hmm. get ready and prepared for you. So, like as you're walking through Toy Story Land, as you're walking by the entrance to Slinky Dog, say you're ready for that Ronto rep. Then start making your way over to Ronto Roasters. By the time you get there, you will not have to wait for that food. Yeah. It will be ready. And if if it's get if it's ready before you get there, they're just gonna put it under a heat lamp. So yeah, it's not so. it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, some things like like a small snack. Um,
0: yeah, like if it's like a cookie or something, like obviously they just need to pull that and put it on a tray so that you don't really have to like.
1: But if it's something that they physically have to like prepare, if it's like a hot dish of some sort, um, especially if like Woody's lunchbox, you know, go ahead and, you know, put your order in. But say that you're there
0: like a couple of minutes before, before you're, you're ready, they don't get there
1: because they're going to, it's going to take them a little bit of time. And that way you can just go up there. They already have your, you know, food ready. You can go ahead and leave it and find, you know, try to find a spot to sit down. Yeah. Um, So that would be like our biggest tip for, you know, mobile ordering. Um, We use a Disney gift card. Um, We mentioned before we get all those gift cards and we buy everything. We, you know, use all of that money that we get from Shopkick, um, especially for um, our food when we're down there. Um, You can't add a gift card to the My Disney Experience app to pay for it. So typically what we'll do is we'll just like I'll message Sammy the... um, the The
0: card number and the pin number.
1: So that way I just have to copy and paste from like Facebook Messenger over to the app. It's It it, kind of
0: its a little inconvenient,
1: inconvenient but
0: that's a way to save a little bit of time than having to like type it in in every single
1: time. Um, or you could just use the card that's linked up to your Magic Band account or to your My Disney Experience account. If you don't have like a gift card, you can just do it that way. But if you're using a gift card, you could definitely um, use a gift card for any of that. Yeah, Um, that's another tip that we didn't know initially. Like, you can use your gift card on the Disney Experience app, you can use it when you're doing your mobile checkouts um, in like any of the stores as well too. Yeah. Um, it's just that you have to kind of manually put it in every single time. Yeah. Um, so that's really nice to know that you can use that gift card even on the app because in that way you're not having to like put all of your stuff onto your credit card.
0: Right. Yeah. Cause I don't want to come home with too big of a credit card bill at the end of the trip. Oh,
1: and we, we try <laughs> not to do that, but there's always a little bit on there. There's
0: usually a little bit, but it's usually not too bad, but but yeah. So um yeah, just, you know kind of wrapping things up um you know and we were trying to come up with some you know tips for the end um i guess one of the last things that i have to say um is like you know tips for kids um which obviously we don't have kids we don't travel with kids but if you are looking for more like in depth um traveling um with babies and toddlers um you know specifically going to disney with them and all of the all that stuff that entails um pixie dusted mom ashley wright um does amazing videos so if you need any tips tricks anything like that um for little ones um she is the person to go to for that um we will i think we can link her channel yeah most
1: um, most most hacking uh does that as well they're in all okay. accounts um he it, it's a husband and wife and they have um a child and they they do a lot of the um rider swaps oh sure um so if you're unfamiliar with that is basically you all get into the line and then one person leaves the line with the child so you know someone could go on the ride and then they essentially get kind of like a fast pass yeah so you go up lane. to
0: yeah because i uh, actually just talked about this because she did it in one of her videos so you go up to the cast member beforehand and you tell them that you're doing ride, rider swap um in one person or whoever's getting in the line originally can go in line and then whoever's um, waiting first, they will put a lightning lane on the magic band. So then once that parent is off and then you can switch and then you can bring um, one person with you. It doesn't have to be the child um, because I know when they were doing Cosmic Rewind, um, her and her husband actually got to ride together um, once he rode um, the first time. Um, but yes, yeah, so they essentially put a lightning lane. So you don't have to wait yeah. through the line twice.
1: So that's really nice that they have that sort of option uh, on there. So definitely go check out, uh, Ashley, or like I said, even you mouse yeah. hacking. They do, th- they do quite a bit of that and they do a lot of, uh, like GD plus, um, and lightning lane, uh, lightning lane stacking, um, tips and how to navigate the parks with lightning lane. Um, just cause there's, you know, by no means are we. Pros edits. <laughs> yeah. Um. The only Genie Plus experience that we have up to um right That's now always... is Disneyland, which is much different than Disney World. Right.
0: So I think we'll definitely get more into Disney World once we go, and then um, I don't know if we'll do a um uh, an episode on that um because I feel like there's so many other like videos and stuff. Um, there's a
1: lot of resources out there, and yeah. again, kind of to go back from you know way at the beginning of this episode, like there's so much. To learn on this there's a lot of people that are out there that are resources for you to figure out like how to navigate the parks um this is just our two cents into into you know to the ring here um but there's a lot of places that you can go to get information to get resources and just to learn how to navigate these yeah and
0: that's like you know for us we've gotten tips tricks and hacks like from all different places and this is what we have accumulated to work For us, Mm -hmm. so you know, and a lot of these
1: should work for you too. But you know, if you're looking for something specific, if you have children, go check out Ashley's channel. If you're looking for something food specific, go check out like Disney Food Blog. Or you know, there's there's definitely different spots to to kind of tailor into figuring out how you need to plan or how you want to plan that trip. And again, if that comes down to you planning it yourself, good. There's tons of resources. If you want to go plan it with a travel agent there's tons of travel agents you know whatever works best for you we're just telling you how you know things work best yeah
0: because i i love hearing how other people do the parks and like their thoughts and opinions on certain things you know planning and all that so um yes we thought it would just be kind of fun to give our two cents like you said and you know hopefully it helps somebody or gives a different perspective on something Mm -hmm. um but yeah and you know hopefully all this planning that you've done and put into it you have the most amazing Disney trip that you can. Mm-hmm. So that's the goal at the end of any of these, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're and... not, you're not spending all this time to research and plan out a trip. You're not spending all this money to, you know, put forth on this trip and you're not taking all that time away from, you know, your, your job or, you know, taking children out of school to go on this trip to come home and be like, no, eh, it's just an okay trip. Yeah. Like I, it's disney you want to you want it to be magical you want it to feel extra special and you know if you take the time and the effort and the steps to learn the disney way yeah <laughs> or, you know to learn you know how to, how to plan on a trip you can have just an incredibly magical trip
0: yeah for sure okay well i think we've covered <laughs>
1: so we've much we've covered a lot
0: so much information um is there anything else you feel like we missed or you want to let people well, know i or... mean
1: i guess if anyone is like listening to this or watching this that has questions like we're more than happy to try answering oh, them yeah. for you uh like i guess we've got several trips of experience underneath our belts here i mean we didn't even get into a whole lot of like what we recommend you do in the parks i mean we've gone into that in a couple of other episodes here yeah. um which you know we can link up in the end card here but you know if there's any questions about like you know a certain snack you want to try or a certain way you do you you know want to go to the park or if you have any questions like how to set it set up shopkick or something like if you have any questions on anything that we went over like we're more than happy to talk to you about it like we love talking about i know about (laughs) this if you couldn't tell already um so yeah just like send us a message drop us an email you know just you know let us know and we'd be more than happy to like at least share like what we know yeah, and see if you know any additional thing might be able to help you plan a trip.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, so and I, and I guess just um you know like we said in the beginning like what you're putting into your planning um you know for your Disney trip um is what you're going to get out of it. So, you know, if you're listening to this video or this podcast um watching the video on YouTube, um you know, you're obviously like wanting to, to to do that. And, you know, and if there's any way that we can help, um, I guess, make your trip any more magical, um, you know, we're happy to do so. So like, just let us know. And then if you have any tips, um, you know, yeah. maybe drop them for us to know and everyone else to see. Um, cause I love seeing new tips and tricks and like, Oh, I tried this and, you know, it seems to be working well. So I love hearing new things. Mm-hmm. Um, You know as far as that goes but um but yeah so hopefully um you know you guys found some use out of this video or you just like hearing us chat about (laughs) disney (laughs) um but we've been wanting to do this for a long time and um i don't know it's really fun to just kind of set everything out but but yeah i know there's like tons more stuff that we probably could have touched on but then this podcast would be like four
1: hours yeah. long. <laughs> at least and like, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go into a little bit more with our pack with me video and yeah. you know, we're going to share our trip coming along here too so um we're just so excited because we're getting down to that that yeah. last little <laughs> that, that last final leg of uh of planning here we're just about a month out so um this this definitely came at a really really good time yep. um and you know just a few weeks um from when we dropped this podcast we'll be in disney yeah
0: for sure so <laughs> But, yeah, I think that's going to do it um, for yeah. today's episode.
1: Definitely want to thank everyone for sticking around and listening. I know this is a really long episode. Yeah, so thank you if uh, <laughs> you made it this far.
0: <laughs> you're amazing. <laughs>
1: um, it, it's it's really awesome to see, like, the love and support that we're getting. We're getting um, more followers on Instagram, and um, we love seeing your comments on the YouTube um, video. So we definitely just thank you all so much for the yes, support that you you're so. giving us. It's, it's really, really awesome. Uh, but we got... Uh, couple more fun episodes coming up here yep. um coming into the holiday season and we can't wait to share this all with you yes. and <laughs> to share with you what our disney trip looks like when we come back yeah. <laughs> we're planning on doing a um recap. a recap when we mm-hmm. come back so stay tuned to that uh sometime uh maybe towards the end of november yeah uh but for this episode of uh, the team unicorn podcast i'm tyler i'm sammy and, and it's, it's been magical, magical
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Team Unicorn podcast. You can find us on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, like, and review wherever you're listening. And follow us on Instagram to keep up with all things Team Unicorn. And remember, stay magical.